This is the Insurance Buzz, and we are your hosts, Michael and Courtney Weaver. We coach insurance professionals, business owners, and people just like you every day on how to live a life and have a business you are excited about. Here on the Insurance Buzz, we share the wins, the losses, and everything in between that comes with being married business partners, training in the insurance space, and growing our business side by side. We also connect with other business owners and leaders making their mark in the world and hopefully inspire you to make yours. So you say that you're constantly hiring and you have a team of 40 people. So I'm curious to what your recruiting process, like the nitty gritty granular, the person that's listening right now that's like, I need to hire, I need that rock star, I need that A player. Share with us what that looks like for you to bring those A players on. Sure. Well, I can sum it up in a very simple message. Play hard to get. Insurance is way too easy of a job to get because most people have absolutely no process at all. They invite someone in for an interview because their resume looks good and they meet with them and they got a good gut feeling and they offer them a job on the spot. Like the person didn't have to do anything to get the job. And when it's easy to get a job, it's easy to lose a job. You know what? Mm. Two weeks later, another job offer comes in because you were out interviewing and it offers more benefits or a little more pay, or maybe it sounds a little more fun. So they take it. They're like, well, this insurance job, they don't put a lot of weight into it because it was easy, right? Um, So we play really hard to get. We've got a legit interview process that's strung out for maybe close to a month. Um, There are multiple hurdles that you have to get past before you even get invited to come sit down with me. You've got multiple assessments, phone interviews. uh, There's a lot of stuff. And if you get past all of that, you've put in the work. So you've shown me that you are a qualified individual. You want this job, right? Because if you just are looking for a job, you're not going to put in the work. You're going to go take the easy path, right? I I actually got an email back yesterday that made me crack up. Um, We sent them the introductory assessment and they responded and said, my resume and my references will speak to my ability. I don't need to take an assessment. And I you said, no, thank you. <laughs> I, I, I laughed. Um, I sent it to my assistant. She laughed. And then we hit the delete button. Right. Um, yeah. you, you seem pretty coachable from the very beginning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Right. So so what we do is we actually have a process. That's step one. And I don't think many insurance agents have a process. We throw a lot of hurdles at them to see who makes it through the hurdles. We then have an in-person interview, still don't make an offer yet. If we like them, we check references, and then we will make an offer once we've done all of our homework. Now, what's interesting about this is that we receive a much higher quality person. So while doing this, my retention of team has skyrocketed. We, We don't lose people unless we want to lose them. Um, and lastly, this is another stat that will probably surprise people. We've been doing this for about eight years. We have a 100% close ratio on every single person we've offered a job to. So if you go back 10 years to when I was starting, we got turned down all the time. We had people that would no show us for interviews. We had people that would start and then be gone in a week. We'd have people that would accept a job and not even show up for the first day. It's because none of it mattered. There was no weight attached to it. It was too easy to get. 
And now if we get them through this whole process, they want that job, right? And the offer, right, is not as important in regards to the details as it used to be when they would be comparing us. They're like, just, I'm going to take the better offer. No, they want this job now. So they accept it, right? So we get the people that we're going after and we keep them because we play hard to get. Are you an insurance agent struggling to meet your sales goals? Do you feel overwhelmed and disorganized, making it hard to keep track of your leads and close deals? If so, our sales training program is the solution you've been looking for. Our program is designed specifically for insurance agents who need help improving their sales skills and increasing their productivity. We understand that the insurance industry, it can be highly competitive, fast paced, which is why we've created a program that will help you stay ahead of the curve and close more deals. We understand that your time is valuable, which is why we've created a program that is flexible and convenient. You can access the sales training lessons and coaching sessions from anywhere at any time so you can fit your training around your busy schedule. Don't let the lack of sales training hold you back from achieving your full potential as an insurance agent. Sign up for our sales training program today and start closing more deals, generating more revenue, and achieving your sales goals with more confidence. There's so much more to the program. So if you're interested in joining the program that's helped over 10,000 insurance agents nationwide, visit our website, www.weaversa.com or send me a text directly at 816-727-7610 with any questions to find out more. Too often agents or anyone hiring is we see this empty chair and it's like, I have to fill it. I have to fill it. I feel it. And they mm-hmm. rush and they, they go for the, the, the first one that, you know, fogs a mirror and they ask mm-hmm. them softball questions that of course they know the answers to. And they say, that will be great. And it's really the hope system. Like they're on hopium. <laughs> they're, on. they're like smoking hopium. Like, like you got to vet this candidate a little bit more and although it's going to be longer and a longer process and it's going to be a more difficult process most likely you can get that perfect candidate the first person applies but it's probably going to take a little bit longer and it's probably going to be a little bit harder but ultimately if you pass on the ones it's like ideal traits. What we try to do is we're really eliminating the ones that you're not going to waste money on. And it, it, those vary. I mean, we got agents that say as little as 10000 which would only be their wages for 90 days, and as much as 50000 And so that's how much it costs to make the, the, a poor decision, the wrong decision. I and mean, isn't that scare you enough to know that you should have the right person when adding to your team? So yes. your gut will yes. play a part, but let's just know more as much as we can before letting our gut and our emotions take over because we, we have a connection with this person and, and we believe that they would do it. A great job. I've been able to identify and move through like all the bullshit and figure out what it would take for them to have the ability to achieve it. Right. Like there's no magic. Um, I think for me, accountability is number one. So I like to make people uncomfortable real fast. 
and see how accountable they are. If you're crazy defensive, that means you're just immature. Maybe you're, you're emotionally immature or whatever, but I can't help you, right? So if I go like, hey, Michael, do you always dress like that? You know, and I'm at a meeting and the guy's dressed, I don't care what he's wearing. It doesn't, and, and, if he act, and if he's like, what's wrong with it? And I can just tell if he's defensive, I'm good. I just can't get there anywhere with him, right? Um, you know, I want to see how much courage they got. And, and, you know, I don't need them to be book smart. I don't care if they can give me history of World War Why It doesn't matter to me. But I want to know, can they process information? And do they have a good emotional IQ? Like, do they understand relationships? Can they communicate? How do they communicate? How do they? So, because again, if I got to work that hard to get them to do anything, it's going to take me a long, long, long time. Right. So I think that, and I don't, I don't judge anybody. You know, I, I mean, I, I just, I'm discerning these things, but it doesn't mean any of them are, you know, and if I don't know, I ask, I go, Hey dude, do you always look like that? What do you mean? Like you're like miserable and you want to like, you literally want to just jump off the roof. Like, can you smile? Can you be happy? Like what's going on in your life? I want to challenge them. I also want to know their history and I want to see if they talk about, it. Hey, so your mom and your dad, your mom and dad raised you. Well, yeah. Did, dude, are you uncomfortable talking about it? No. Okay. You have siblings yet. Where are you in the birth order? Got it. Okay. Did you go to college? Did you do this? Did you do that? What's, and I just want to hear from them because if they communicate, that makes my job, then I can actually go, okay, here's all the information because listen, and, and the thing for me is what does that mean to you? I want to be worth a million dollars. I want to make a million dollars a year. I want my net worth to be this. And all I'm trying to teach them is to carry themselves in a certain way, you know? And, and I think that for me, that was driven into me when I was really young and it was driven into me for other reasons. It wasn't, it was purely, you know, don't smile, don't back down. People take shit from you, you know? And, and I, I can remember, you know, my parents split. My father lived in a really bad area and, um, we didn't live in a good area, but he like lived in a really bad area. And, um, he would like have me go to the store, you know, in the mornings and I was nine. And, uh, you know, you get, you, you, you get smacked around by a bunch of 18 year olds for five bucks after a little bit, you start to pay attention to, you know, just care, you know, so I think for me it was, and I had to then unlearn that, right. Then I had to, like, I got into sales and I had to learn to smile and I always sought out mentors that were like that, that were really hardcore on me. I wanted, if they cared, I was good. That was the thing when I played ball, if you cared, I'd do anything you wanted me to do football, baseball, basketball was totally good. But if you didn't care, I didn't care either. I was like, you didn't want me in the team. If you didn't care, I didn't care. Like I was, I'd play, I'd perform. I wanted to win. I wanted to win for me and my teammates, but not for you. And, and I think that I wanted to be the person they wanted to win for. I wanted them to win for themselves and win for their teammates. But if I treated them right and sacrificed my time and spoke into them and stood up for them, I wanted them to not want to let me down too. Not out of egoism, but because I know I can help better. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Insurance Buzz. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, and leave a rating and review. If you want to take your insurance agency to the next level and join our community, simply check out Weaver Sales Academy at www.weaversa.com. Again, That's www.weaversa.com or visit the show notes on our new and current programs we have available exclusively for you. As always, time is the most valuable and important asset that we all have, and I appreciate you spending it with me. See you on the next episode.